When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. More than four decades and two Hall of Fames later, Trey Ware is still waking up Texas. Informational. I learned a lot of things. Very informative. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. You know, I think everyone should listen. Now on FM 1071. We're introducing legislation to implement a national freeze on handgun ownership. Yep. What this means is that it will no longer be possible to buy, sell, transfer or import handguns anywhere in Canada. It's the future of America. That's where we're headed. Oh, Joe made that perfectly clear over the weekend. Good morning. It's 507 550 KTSA FM 1071. Trayware page KTSA.com. No, it's not COVID. No, I'm not contagious. I knew when you came into the meeting on Tuesday and gave me that lap dance. Well, hey, yeah. I needed 20 bucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, well. The gas isn't I want, cheap these days. I want my damn 20 bucks back. Oh, no. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, summer summer cold. Yeah. And that's, the contagious part was over last uh, Wednesday and Thursday. And, man, yeah. Saturday. Oh, man. Yeah, and uh, Friday for me was the day. For all this left is just the stuffy part. Yeah. But, man, I'm telling you, that was, uh, and, and it was supposed to be a good weekend, right? Yeah. And was supposed to relax and enjoy the, the racing. You know, it's the biggest race weekend of the year. Yeah, it was. Can't, couldn't enjoy snot. Well, I enjoyed was, my snot. There was, yeah, there was plenty of that. Yeah, that was plenty around uh, of that. So I, I just so want to thank you for, for the gift that keeps on giving. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know, How are you feeling? Much better. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, sorry to hear when you messaged me yesterday. I was sorry to hear that, <laughs> that you weren't feeling well. Well, I wasn't going to say much, but listen. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been obvious when I got here yeah. this morning. And I so. want everybody to know, you know, like Chris is paranoid and, Elaine's paranoid. Everybody's paranoid about COVID. I don't have COVID. Yeah. And nor did you. No. It was just a, <laughs> Chris has got his eyes so Spray me down, baby. I've been doing that because Nancy's going on a business trip. So I've been walking around the house, both hands. I've got that, uh, those, those cloths, those Clorox cloths. Right. And I'm opening and closing doors and I stayed upstairs the whole weekend. Right. Just stayed away from her. I didn't get anywhere near her. So. Yeah. That's the way it goes. Yeah, I, had, I laid low this weekend as well. I told you earlier, I got home Friday, and yeah. I don't think I left home till I think I went Sunday night. We went for a ride. Bull crap. So, I know where you went yesterday afternoon. Well, then yesterday, well, yesterday we went to the movies. I was going to ask you about that. But Sunday, we, I went out for just a quick ride to get some air. Yeah. But, um, you know, I did that. That, that. And that's one of the best things you can do. I, I went outside. Yeah. I got some vitamin K in the sun. Yep. Messed around. I didn't get in the pool, but messed around the pool and did yeah. some work around it and all that kind of stuff. Just kept moving, right? Instead of just laying down, you know. Yeah. So, uh, how was the movie? It was really good. What'd your post say? Uh, he owed you twenty bucks for for <laughs> yeah, what he I what was, he did last uh, twenty yeah. years ago or whatever. We went, went to see the new Top Gun movie. Yeah, um, and uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I went in with extremely low expectations. Yes, of course. And uh, because after the first one, right? Um, I went to see the first one. When it, yeah, 86, when, right. it, when it came out. Yeah. And uh, 
I remember the, 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 the young lady who was my date at the time uh-huh. loved it and was angry at me because I just made sarcastic like comments the entire film. Did you see it? No, you didn't see it? You didn't no, see? I was just wondering, did you go in with short expectations? Well, it's Tom Cruise, of course. It's Tom Cruise, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> and everything was upside down, so, yeah. you know. But, no, it was uh, it was really good. Good. It was nice to see a film that wasn't inundated with CGI effects. These were the actual, you know, actual aircraft that you could see. And he flies most of his stuff. Now, this stuff he wasn't actually doing. But, no, no, he wasn't going to be doing any of these. But he was taking some of those late-night talk show hosts up in his jet yeah. and flying them around through all sure. kinds of aerobatics. Yeah. It's crazy how good he is. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, a, it was a fun movie. You know, nice. When one of those old-fashioned summertime, yeah. like, get a tub of popcorn, and, yeah. and watch the films. So. One hundred fifty-one million bucks. Oh, I'm not surprised. And uh, that is second to Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, which was one hundred fifty-three right. million in two thousand and seven. Yeah. So they expect it to go beyond two hundred seventy-five million around the world. Of course, it did that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a billion-dollar movie, yeah, easily. And it, you know, it cost a lot to make. I'm sure. Yeah, you know, no doubt. You have to rent those aircraft and pay those pilots to. You know, it's not just your everyday pilot's going to go up there and do some of these maneuvers. Oh, no. you got to have some boys who can oh, man. fly the stick, you know. But there was no CGI. None of this was in front of a green no, screen. No kidding. No, it was all real. In fact, at the beginning of the movie, um, you know, after the 45 minutes of previews and commercials, uh, Tom Cruise, there was like a quick video of him saying, this was, you know, these are actual jet oh, fighters. Gotta love that. Gotta love that. Because I made that perfectly clear. That's one of the reasons I quit going to see those adventure type movies. Yeah, they start all, doing them all in front of green screens. You could do it all you could make that at home on your that's own. That's what they with, do. The computer, you know? And so, I don't I, it just doesn't and, turn me on anymore. Yeah. You but, know? But no, this was a good old fashioned editing, good. you know. Outstanding. Very well done. So well, you know, Tom Cruise, you redeemed yourself for me. And and you feel like you got your twenty I, I, bucks you know, back? No, I got my twenty bucks back. <laughs> well, everybody else said the same thing online. Yeah, e- every review that I saw online said the exact yeah. same thing. Now, if you just want a good movie to just just go and, and forget about life for a couple of that's hours, it. and you know, see some exciting planes and everything, yeah, that's the movie to go see. Well, if you can afford it with the gas prices, <laughs> yeah, I know. Gas prices now at four sixty two. Yeah, fifty three percent higher. Then 303 for Memorial Day last year, yep. which was much higher than Memorial Day the year before because it was a buck fifty. What did I have here in the story we just did? We're at uh, here in Texas. We're at four sixty-two, four twenty. That's the nationwide. Oh, okay. All right. Here in Texas is four twenty-four. That's insane. But we know That's we're stupidity. actually. This is actually one of the few states where it's gone down yeah. in the past week. It's However, we're still looking at nearly three dollars a gallon more than uh, what we had a year ago. Hey, so. we're making that transition. Whatever, yeah. whatever the transition it's, is, we're making it. It's the great transition, according yeah. to Joe Biden. We're making it's, the great transition. Call it the empty pocket transition. That's exactly that's what it is. Going on, the, right? the transition onto to poverty and to welfare. That's yeah. that's the transition we're making. Ridiculous. So Joe was in town on Sunday, or actually Uvalde. Right. He came through here to get to Uvalde. Yeah. And uh, of course, the TV stations played it up as Joe Biden is the. Uh, it, it, it was all propaganda about him. I'm, I'm not complaining about doing, you know, covering the kiddos and all that because that's the story. Right. But they turned it into a PR propaganda piece for Joe all day. And uh, on the biggest, this, the, the three Super Bowls for auto racing happened on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And every time they get ready to race, they would cut away from the race and, and, and go to Joe Biden, you know. Right. Because live coverage of his helicopter sitting on a tarmac it's is so exciting. It's very exciting. It's so yeah. exciting. Yeah. And and I could have got it. I, I I would have understood had they 
put that over on their websites? Or have they cut in every once in a while? Sure. You know, here we are, and Joe's walking it, up. You know, we can even have a, double, a dual screen. You sure can, down in the corner. Here's sure. Joe, you know, yeah. and he's walking up to lay the wreath or whatever. You can do that. But what they did was they just they just pandered to him all day. I, I wrote some quotes. What a wonderful comforter Joe Biden is. These are local anchors. This is not like CNBC. Right. You know, what a wonderful comforter he is. Uh, we've never seen a president that has offered a heart as big as Joe Biden. How about the president and all day over on uh, KBB or, or NBC or whatever, they had the president stands with Uvalde over their heads as they were talking about this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it turned into it just turned into something where they were loving all over Joe Biden instead of paying attention to the kids. And I well, thought, yeah, wow. I, it, perhaps they've not been around long enough, but in, in my lifetime, I don't think I've ever seen where there was – a, a national tragedy, not on this level, but you know, you go back to to nine eleven and, and when sure. when George W. Bush, absolutely, was, you know, he was there, yeah, you know, and offering when stood on Ground Zero and said, know, exactly. "We hear you," and, and you know, pretty soon the people who knocked these buildings down, you know, the are night, going to hear the night you. of the Challenger disaster. Right. Where was Reagan on TV? He delivered the speech of a lifetime, yeah. you know, and made us all feel better with that. Yeah, I don't, so, I don't want to hear this whole. We've never seen a president with a heart, no, that's, you that's, know, this this yeah, big and all that kind of that's stuff. Probably an overstatement. There. So, yeah, some serious sensationalism going on and then he took in after nine millimeter handguns he wants to get rid of nine millimeters like justin trudeau's doing mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about that and john cornyn folks it just might be time to primary john cornyn and kick him out because looks like he is negotiating on your gun rights and your gun rights are a non-negotiable back in a minute trey Ware, ktsa <laughs> This is CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett. Congratulations to KTSA on 100 years of service to San Antonio and South Texas. I can't outlaw a weapon. I can't, you know, change the background check. I can't do that. Well, thank God. <laughs> We're very happy for that. It's called checks and balances. We don't have a king. We don't have a potentate. And I don't have the C. <laughs> I got a cold. That's the C I've got or I had. I'm on the backside of it now, but it's it's stuck in my throat and my head. What are you shaking your head at? What are you shaking your head at? What's the matter? What's the matter? Why are you shaking your head, Chris? Chris is over there shaking his head. I don't but, know. Maybe he thinks it's funny. You think it's funny? You do, don't you? That I sound like I'm, I sound horrible? Elaine says I sound horrible. I'm going to wait till when, when Rima gets here, I'm going to leave. I promise. <laughs> but she tells me I sound horrible every day. Yeah. She always tells so me that's that. her job. You sound horrible. God. You know, <laughs> she does the same thing to me. She'll sit there, point at me, and hold her nose. Like, yeah. P.U., you stink. <laughs> Why well, can't you sleep in? We have been meaning to talk to you about that, yeah, well, you the know. stinking part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, anyway, John Cornyn is negotiating to take away your gun rights, apparently. He says today they are going to have a discussion on Capitol Hill that Mitch McConnell has put him in charge of the negotiations of the gun rights. Time to primary John Cornyn. He is officially in Rhino territory. I've known it. He's uh, he's been he's been pussyfooting around, and now obviously if he's going to negotiate on gun rights, which are a non-negotiable, look at the Constitution. Gun rights are a non-negotiable. If he's going to negotiate on gun rights, he's got to go. Now, one thing that is clear about Democrats is that they are never happy with what you give them. Never happy 
so you can give them the age. We'll, we'll drive the age up to 21. Oh, we're still going to send them to war at 18. They're still going to get a piece of paper, a card in the mail when they turn 18, and they still have to sign that. But they can't buy a gun until they're 21. Stupidity. Stupidity. So they won't be happy with that. They will not be happy with background checks. You can give them their so-called universal background checks. You can give them that all day long. You'll you'll have universal background checks, and everybody's going to be in a universal base in Washington, D.C. That's not going to be good enough for the Democrats. You can take away every AR that's in America. You can have everybody turn them in just like Justin Trudeau is about to do. The Democrats will not be happy with that. The Democrats do not want guns in America. Why? Because people who have guns are not controllable. People who have guns are not controllable. And the Democrats is the party of control. The Democrats want to control you. So Joe Biden, as he always does, let the cat out of the bag yesterday. Because they've said over and over again, oh, we just, we're not, we're not going to take your, your personal protection gun. No. We wouldn't take your hunting gun. No. Until yesterday, when Joe said, time to get rid of the most popular handgun in America, the 9mm pistol. The most carried handgun in America for personal protection is the 9mm, including many, many, many police officers carrying a 9mm. And he continued to tell his lie about the Second Amendment prohibiting ownership of cannons. That's not true either. Joe Biden said that doctors showed him x-rays of wounds caused by various firearms. He makes up so much stuff, just like he was at Annapolis on Friday and said, well, I was accepted in Annapolis in 1965, but because... Roger Staubach was here. I didn't want to come here because I'm a great football player. And then, of course, he whispered. You know, the guy's a whisper, and he got real close to Mike, and he goes, I'm your commander-in-chief. I'm your commander-in-chief. And all the graduates at, at Annapolis, they were like, what is this guy? Who is this guy? So anyway... Yesterday, he said, doctors had showed him x-rays of gunshot wounds caused by various firearms. I don't believe they have. I don't believe this ever happened. I don't believe him. But anyway, he said, a twenty-two caliber bullet will lodge in a lung, and we can probably get it out, maybe able to get out and save a life. But a 9 millimeter bullet blows the lung completely out of the body. Okay. If there were doctors who said that to Joe, which I don't believe there were, they were making crap up. More than likely, Joe is making crap up because he does it all the time, corn pop. So the idea that these high-caliber weapons, there's simply no rational... Oh, yeah, he's calling a 9 millimeter handgun a high-caliber weapon. Listen to this. There's simply no rational basis for it in terms of self-protection and hunting. There is no rational basis 
for you or anybody else to have a 9mm handgun. Remember what Chris played for you earlier in the show, Justin Trudeau taking those away from the people of Canada. Biden's statements about 9mm pistols, keeping with his rhetoric before he got in the White House. At a fundraiser in 2019, then-candidate Joe Biden asked his audience, quote, why should we allow people to have military-style weapons, including pistols with 9mm bullets that can hold 10 or more rounds? Why? Because of people like you, Joe, and a government that wants to suppress its people, that wants to control its people. Remember the Constitution, the Second Amendment was never absolute. You couldn't buy a cannon when the Second Amendment was passed. Well, he has said that over and over again, and it's simply not true. In fact, the government sold surplus cannons to people back in colonial days. So he's just making crap up, just like he called Republicans Bull Connor, making crap up about voting rights. And guess what? More people turned out to vote in Georgia since they passed the voting rights legislation out there this past year. The same is true with gun control. They have a lust to take your guns away from you. And that lust comes from one thing and one thing only, and that is government control of its citizens. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. His statement that you could not own a cannon or other weapons when the Second Amendment was ratified is untrue. Even the Washington Post admitted it's untrue. And yet the president keeps on repeating that as a defense for his call for gun control. He's undermining his own case by repeating what is, ironically, disinformation. Well, on Friday, he said he was accepted to the Naval Academy. He did not go to the Naval Academy. And he said, well, that, that, that's, that's because uh, Roger Staubach was here, and I, 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 I was a, you know, you already had a great quarterback. Was Joe Biden a great quarterback? He is making crap up. I mean, just, he's joking. The birds are flying around his head, man. He's just, and then he goes, and I'm your commander-in-chief. <laughs> What's wrong with this guy? I mean, seriously. So anyway, no, I don't have COVID. Uh, you, you had a nice little cold, and right. uh, I appreciate you sharing that with me. And uh, I'm on the downside of it now. I'm on the backside of it, but it's stuck in my throat. So uh, my plan is when Ryman gets here, I'll get out of here, not because I feel bad, but because it's just not pleasant to listen to this. Not that it ever is. but <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought you were trying to do your Kenny Rogers impersonation yeah. this morning. Yeah. Well, you were down on the floor on Friday in there, weren't you? <laughs> I, was, I, was, I know. Weren't I, you? I felt so bad Friday morning. I was sitting on the floor in here. I mean, Chris walked in and thought I was hiding. We didn't we didn't talk about it much, but Thursday and Friday, this dude was sick. He's totally sick, and uh, particularly on Friday. And he stayed in his little booth. Now, I know when Don's not feeling well, because he'll walk in usually when he gets here and stand at my door, and we'll BS a little bit. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, you know, all that. Well, Thursday and Friday, he just walked in and went straight in there and slammed the door. <laughs> and I said, uh-oh. Yeah. This is, and then I heard, <laughs> and I went, uh-oh, this is really not good. Are you okay? No, I'm not. Uh-oh. 
Okay. We'll be all right. But you tested negative. I tested negative. We are, yeah, you know, it's, a, it's not the bad yeah. It's not the bad stuff, but it's as bad as it gets. Goodness gracious, summertime yeah. colds are no fun. And that, you know, and that's and I don't the, feel bad. One of the many unfortunate things that, of the past two years. You know, three years ago, if you woke up feeling this way, you it would just, just it. you know, but now. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got to wrap yourself in saran wrap. <laughs> And tell everybody, no, nope, you don't have to stay away from me. I'm fine. Well, you know what used to get me to sound like this about once a year, every year, was sinus infections because right. the stuff in the air, oh, yeah. allergens. And it would turn into an infection because I just wouldn't take any time off. So it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. This one just blew up, man. Saturday, all of a sudden, I coughed yeah. twice. I went, huh? What? Yeah. Uh-uh. That's how it was for me as well. And then Saturday night yeah. and Sunday, Sunday night, Monday, I was like, poo yeah. No, this is not any fun. Right. I noticed it Wednesday. At some point Wednesday of last week, I was... Oh, I remember. Yeah, not feeling... Then by Thursday, yeah, well, yeah. You know, Friday, forget it. You know, I yeah. just didn't feel well at all. No, you didn't. But you're better now. Yeah. Wife gave you a shot in the butt. So, two shots in the butt. Well, well can we talk about that? Sure. Of course right. we can. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> of course we can. What do you mean, can we? It's, she gets paid a lot of money to give people yeah, shots right. in the butt. Yeah. You're not the only one she's giving shots to the butt. That's in the right, butt yeah. too, So... That's good. Good for her. Go to the little office and yeah. stand in line. Well, speaking of hard news, uh, Sarah Roto is 23. Sarah is sexually attracted to airplanes and wants to marry a toy Boeing. She refers to the Boeing 737 as her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She flies on the 737 as often as she can. She has 50 replica models of the plane at home. Sarah calls the Boeing Dicky. <laughs> Richard when she's mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Richard. Richard. And she hopes to marry it one day. Oh, God almighty. She identifies as an objectum sexual, meaning that she is sexually attracted to inanimate objects. Well... You're not the first. Yeah. Uh, she has also been in love with a train. My baby thinks he's a train. <laughs> Sarah said, my plane is called Dickie. I love everything about him, but particularly his face, his wings, his engine. They're so sexy to me. Some people don't understand my love, but my friends took my coming out very well, and they encouraged me. bit of a stretch there can we get her an appointment with a therapist I, you know did they encourage her or were they just standing there you know aghast by the whole thing well she says her former friends so that'll oh, tell you everything yeah, you know right yeah, there that kind of exactly. lays it out for you right so all of a sudden they're afraid of flying right yeah <laughs> i wouldn't want to be around her either <laughs> yeah, exactly there's yeah. a tsa agent at the front door if you want to visit. <laughs> yeah. that's right that's right <laughs> Hanging out at her house and Dickie comes out. No, no I don't think so. Out of here. Put, yeah. put him up, will you? Uh-uh. Preparing for takeoff, are you? Uh-uh. Man, uh-uh. Well, not gonna, not with gonna, me here. I'm going to take off as well. Put I'm that landing here. gear away. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Retract the landing <laughs> exactly, gear. Yeah. <laughs> so a woman in West Virginia, you know, Joe Biden said it's time to take the 9 millimeter handguns away. Said that. Mm-hmm. And Justin Trudeau is actually doing that. Right. Joe Biden let the cat out the bag yesterday and said, yep. There's no reason anybody ought to have a 9-millimeter handgun. It's a weapon of war. It blows lungs out of bodies. This guy's a trip. But, you know, it I, I, gives me plenty to do. He's, he's what I call job security. 
Uh, but a woman in West Virginia used her 9mm to take out a guy that had an AR-15 style weapon, rifle, and was firing into a crowd. They had been in an apartment complex at a party, and uh, they told him to slow down because there were lots of people around, lots of kids around. He left, went and got the AR. He came back, started firing the AR into the crowd. Nobody was injured. He was a bad shot. Nobody was injured. But a woman pulls out her 9-millimeter handgun and kablooey. She was not a bad shot. She was a great shot. Blew his lung right out. Uh Uh-huh. That's right. He didn't have any lungs left. I think she hit him twice. Yeah. Might even kneecapped him, too. Right. So he's dead. No one attending the party was injured at all. She waited on police to get there. She was properly licensed and everything to have the gun. But good girl with a gun ends a bad guy with a gun. It happens every time. And this is what Joe Biden wants to take away. If he's successful at taking away 9-millimeter handguns, hardy, har, har, har. But if he is, then this woman would not have been able to stop what most assuredly would have been another mass shooting. Imagine if she had been able to carry a cannon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm in favor of that, too, by the way. I think that's well, totally fine. Well, carrying a cannon? Absolutely. Yeah. Put it in the back seat of the truck and take yeah, it. Mount it in the back of the truck. You mount it right in the back of my pickup? Like a fifth-wheel hitch, sure. you know, and drive, drive around. And, yeah, sure, why not? Sure. If the government can have it, you can have it. That's the point of the Second Amendment. Right. Is the go- If the government can have it, you can. Well, you spoke, you, you, you talked about having a big old airplane? Yep. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Because you're supposed to be able to have the force and the capability of overcoming a tyrannical government. That's the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. So Joe's full of crap, as always, and he's lying when he says the Second Amendment's not absolute. Oh, yes, it is. Shall not be infringed. It's about as absolute as you can get. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to take care of the kids, harden the schools. Let me, let me just give you one thing before the break here. Check this out. You want to take care of the kids? Lee County, Florida. Sheriff Carmine Marsano. That should be in, like, Jersey, shouldn't it? it sounds like Yeah. That. Carmine Marsano. Maybe he's a transplant. He might be. Yeah. Uh, issued a warning to those who would attack a school in his county. We are going to kill you. How yeah, ambiguous kinda, can you get? Kind of says it all there, doesn't it? Much of the media focus has been on uh, helping the Democrats advance their leftist gun control agenda. That's what that whole trip down here with Joe on, on Sunday was all about. But Marsano said that if an individual goes to one of our schools and presents deadly force, then my deputies are going to meet you with deadly force, and they are going to kill you. We are going to kill you if you try to harm our kids. You don't get to shoot our children. You don't get to hurt our children. You bring deadly force in this county, and we are going to kill you. Our great governor, DeSantis, has made it very clear by giving me and all sheriffs and law enforcement across our great state all the tools that we need to absolutely make certain that our mission is complete, and that is safety and law and order. And my policy is very simple. When we get that dreaded call, God forbid, get that dreaded call, we don't wait one second. We don't wait one second for any person or persons that go into a school where our children are and they present deadly force They will be met with deadly force immediately, and we are going to kill you. We're not going to hesitate. We're not going to wait. So when that suspect, that person or persons, make that fatal error, it's on them. It's on them. We are going to kill you. You want to take care of the kids? Don't take the guns away from law-abiding citizens like Trey. Take the guns away 
uh, are, are hard in the schools and have more sheriffs like this Sheriff Marsano, who says, you come to our schools and we're, we're going to kill you. There's not going to be a hesitation. We're not going to. We're not going to try to talk to you. We're not going to try to negotiate. We're not going to call on a, a you know a, a hostage negotiation team. We're going to kill you. Yeah, there's something intimidating about a guy named Carmine threatening. Seriously, because you, you know you're going to end up in a barrel at the bottom of Lake Travis. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like a 55 that. gallon drum. Sleeping with the fish or something. This that's the deal. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to we're going to kill you and then we're going to put you in a barrel and then they never, <laughs> never even know where you went. Your body's going to be gone forever. Have you seen the, the Lake Mead out in uh, Las Vegas? Yeah. It's no, all dry. It's, it's now a puddle. Yeah. But all these 55-gallon drums are, are showing now, up. Are showing up. With all, the, with all these skeletons in mob them. Mob hits. Yeah. Mob hits in Las Vegas, yeah. man. Who knew? <laughs> Back in a minute, KTSA. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Rob Elementary is just a vessel. And that vessel may change, but we got to get to the root of it where our children are safe in our schools. That we drop them off and we go, you know what? My child is safe. Well, maybe if the dude is posting videos of him with a bag of bloody dead cats, that just might be a hint. That just might be a tip-off that, hey, we need to check into this guy. You know? Which we found out over the weekend that he had been posting videos of himself with bags of mutilated cats. Why, Why is this the deal with all these guys, by the way? Almost every time you hear of one of these mass shootings like this or one of these spree killings, whenever you hear about this, you can almost always go back and see that they had abused or killed little animals before. I guess it's like, you know, a progression thing, right? That's what they always talk about. They can do it to animals and get away with it, you know, and it satisfies this thing, and the next thing you know, step up, step up, and they're going to schools to do it. Meanwhile, Biden administration officials uninvited many of the Border Patrol agents and uh, who, who responded to the Robb Elementary School shooting from a meeting that the president had Sunday in Uvalde. He came in Sunday, hung out all day Sunday. The TV stations turned it into a puff piece about, we've never seen a president that has this much compassion. It's amazing how much compassion this president has. It's amazing. We've never seen it before. Biden stands with Uvalde. He's such a wonderful man. And I had people texting me because, you know, they preempted the races. It's the Super Bowl weekend of, of auto racing. And they preempted the races to, to cover Joe Biden. And they said, but if you, if you say anything about this, if you criticize this, you're just being mean and heartless about the kids. Well, they were the ones who weren't paying attention to the kids. It was all how wonderful Joe is for coming. He came all the way from D.C. down here to to hold on to these people here. He traveled so far. And you know what? He was just close to the border. Joe, why didn't you go? But why did he uninvite the Border Patrol agents who responded? Why did he tell them not to come to that meeting? Okay, Uh, I'll tell you what. Since it's early on a Tuesday that seems like a Monday, I will clear that up for you. He didn't want them telling him what's going on at the border. 
And if they were in a room with him, these Border Patrol agents, if they had two seconds with him in a room, they were going to tell him. So his handlers, they didn't want to take that chance at having Joe listen to these people. He was less than an hour, no time at all from the border. He could have taken a quick trip over the border. But instead, he has collapsed the border. It's a, what he has done to the border is an impeachable offense. He should be impeached and removed from office. The amount of crime and drugs, terrorists, everything else has come in. And, uh, and we're going to get into that a little bit later on. A University of Pennsylvania professor and MSNBC contributor, Athena Butler, said that Texas police did not respond sooner to the shooting because... They didn't give a damn about those children because they were brown kids. Did you notice the officers were, too? What an idiot. She said, so since no one else will ask, I will. Did those children die because most of them were Mexican-American and the police didn't give a damn about a school with predominantly brown kids? I mean, it's Texas, you know. And if you think everyone who isn't white is illegal, that's right. So you're, you're right, Professor. You, you're on to us now, babe. You have figured us out. Here in Texas, we consider everybody who isn't white, they must be illegal. They must have, they must have come across the river illegally. Everyone who isn't white has got to be here. Right, right? I mean, that's basically how we look at everybody who isn't like us. Um, you, you, you figured us out. You, you did it. Uh, I, I, yeah. Finally, somebody is on to us. Shucks. Fish off the coast of Florida testing positive for antidepressants, prostate medications, antibiotics, and pain relievers. Fish with prostates? Fish off the coast of Florida testing positive for pharma, uh, pharmaceuticals. Researchers at Florida International University have found an average of seven drugs in each fish, including antidepressants, some really chilled out fish, blood pressure medication, prostate treatment medications, antibiotics, and pain relievers in the fish off the uh, coasts of Florida. <laughs> For those fish phobias. It's, <laughs> I really have heard it all now. I really have. <laughs> What next? All right, quick break for the top of the hour news. We'll come back uh, and and talk some more about Joe uh, on Sunday. And his approval numbers are way underwater. A brand new poll out about Joe Biden. And we got that for you coming up as well. Trey Ware, KTSA. Nine millimeter bullet blows the lung out of the body. Uh, so the idea is high caliber weapon. It is simply no rational basis for it in terms of about self-protection, hunting. I just don't see how this ends well. I mean, he's making a move on guns. Justin Trudeau made a move on guns yesterday, says no more handguns in Canada, and you're going to have to turn in your rifles, your AR-15s, etc. in Canada. And Joe took in after 9 millimeter handguns, said they're high-caliber weapons, and there's no sense, there, there's no reason for you to have a 9 millimeter handgun. Good morning, San Antonio. Trey Ware, KTSA. I know I don't sound like me. I feel fine. And I don't have COVID or anything like that. I got a summer cold from, uh, from, from I'm guessing it's from you. 
I'm going to blame you anyway, whether it's from you or not, because I, 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 you, you came in, you sat on my lap in a meeting last Tuesday. It's the only place I could have got it. And then, right. I, I mean, like, yeah. by Wednesday, you were sick as a house. Yeah. Well, maybe so, I caught it from you. No. No. Oh, come on, man. No, because I didn't feel bad till Saturday. And Saturday, all of a sudden, oh, boy, that's not yeah. funny. And Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday, Sunday night, Monday, I just didn't feel all that great. I feel fine now. I just got the lingering effects of my, I can't clear it out. So when Ryman gets here, I'm going to get out of here, not because I feel bad, but because I just, this right. is not pleasant to listen to, I'm well, sure. Well, it could cause further vocal damage. Could it? You could. Could it? Yeah. Might I die from this? Uh, it's possible. Okay. Well, if you do, can I have your stuff? Of course. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I got all kinds of stuff here. Yeah. We got a computer thing here. Yeah. I got bottles of water here. This is all I own. So yeah. everything that's in front of me, right? A handful now. of yellow highlighters. Highlighters, yeah. I usually use orange, but I, I also notice you have a uh, very attractive stapler. I do, and and your own doorstop. I do. So I do have those units. I as mean, well. you know, a man could get rich with his own stapler and a doorstop. Did you I mean, see my bag of medicine over there too? I yeah. What were you knocking back there earlier? That was some uh, nice cough medicine. Ah, the old peppermint schnapps. Hello. Yeah. Hello. I think Rymo have dibs on the cough medicine. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> he already asked me. Are you kidding me? He's already got his own cough. I'm medicine. gonna Paul Pelosi at uh, home when he gets here. <laughs> There's one right there, you know, with all the fun we've had about Nancy being a drunk. He's the one that gets hit with a D because she doesn't drive herself anywhere. Right. She's like, how many times have I told you? Oh, my God. I've told you. Over Look, if you had to go home to her every day, you'd be drinking, too. <laughs> you'd have to get a good buzz before you rode so, the house. So you're thinking that the whole situation was because, well, she's going to be home soon. Yeah, so, I, I, oh, 100%. So. Yo, no, she's waiting at the house. And uh, he's rolling in the Porsche, and he's like, oh, man, oh, man, i got to stop off at Maggie's and have me one or two or ten. Right. Uh, in fact, just bring on everything that's here. Yep. Just keep, keep them coming. Okay. And, um, yeah, you know, what's interesting about this, if this, I, I always like to turn these around. This was one of the Trump people. Right. Right? Yeah. Uh, Melania, or I don't care, name it. Who's one of the Trump people? You would be hearing mad all day long, mm-hmm. right? Right. Why don't you do Mad would be screaming. The mad the mad women would be screaming. Mad was silent over the weekend. Mad was silent. Didn't hey, where you at? Hey Mad. How come you didn't make a statement about Paul Pelosi? Yeah, well she tried to sweep it under the rug real quick too. Oh she did. A personal issue. Yeah, we're not going to talk about a personal issue. It's not a personal issue. You you chose to be a public figure, right? And when you chose to be a public figure, this is not personal anymore. It's your 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 life is out there. Mad wasn't even upset. No, <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this boy over here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I wonder if it was a gelato crisis. Why? Why would it be a gelato crisis? That went over oh. my head. I missed that. Well, isn't that her thing? Is it gelato or ice cream? Oh, the ice, oh, she ran ice out, cream! So he yeah, had to, he probably had to run and get her some. Yeah, because that that would that's a, that's a big one right there. Can you imagine? Yeah. Why did you let me run out of gelato? Yeah. I also wonder if maybe this was the one time the "Do you know who I am?" didn't work. It didn't work out that well. No, because uh-uh. I'm sure he pulled it. You know, he pulled that card. Mm-hmm. Like. Right. <laughs> You know who my wife is. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're going to slap you. You you, you just blew five times. Like, five you, times the legal limit. Why do you right? think we pulled you over? Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly we're right. trying to find out who bought us out of French vanilla ice cream. Uh-huh. Right. Now we know. 
Well, anyway, uh, John Cornyn is also negotiating to take away your gun rights, apparently. They're going to have some something about it today. So if that's true and if Cornyn is, is negotiating to take, you, take away your gun rights, folks, it's time to primary. I may do that. I may run for senator from the great state of Texas then. There you go. I might because uh, if, he, if, he, if he negotiates on gun rights, that's a non-negotiable as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And uh, not going not gonna to have it. Uh, nope. Uh-uh, no way. Uh, it's very clear what uh, you know. There, what the move is, and, and and I just don't, I just don't see how this ends well. Now, now Joe is moved beyond AR-15s, and he's after nine millimeter handguns, the most popular caliber of handgun in America is the nine millimeter. But it's a weapon of war, he says. It's a destructive mass weapon of war, the nine millimeter hand, because it blows lungs out of bodies. And so we got to get rid of it too. Let's let's get rid of it. And I'm thinking, this is not going to go well. There is just no way this ends up well. The more guns that he goes after, because I mean, look, here's the deal: Democrats are not going to stop at at age raising the age. No, nope, they're not going to stop at that. They're not going to stop at universal background checks. They're not going to stop at banning ARs. They're not. That's not where they end. They stop when all guns are removed from law-abiding citizens in America so Democrats can control people. The Second Amendment was there, put in there for a tyrannical government, to shoot your way out of a tyrannical government. That's why it's it has nothing to do with hunting, Joe. Yeah. It's, it has nothing to do with hunting. You're screwy if you think it does. be tough to do if all you're armed with is a slingshot. Yeah. You know? Right. And that's the point. It, that's, you know, they, they want you to have a slingshot yeah. or nothing at all. And uh got to say that um, they're, they're never, well, they, they can act on it all they want, but it doesn't end well. I have said before, and not that I'm looking for this, but you want the Second American Revolution, go after the Second Amendment, try to repeal it. Try to, try to do a mass taking up of guns, and you'll get the Second American Revolution. And he might be after that. That might be his end game. He may be looking, because he's doing everything else to separate us and to divide us. He's doing everything he can to have a civil war in this country. He's at, he's doing everything he can to have a war with Russia and with China at the same time. He wants, you know, simultaneous wars with those two superpowers. And he wants a civil war in the United States. I have no doubt in my mind what this guy is moving toward. And I don't get it. Why? Because it doesn't end well. Yeah, well, he's moving toward a second term is what he wants to do. Yeah, well, that's... You know, this, he's setting up a platform for himself yeah. with this. this is, if he does make a move, I don't see anything happening in... You know, the next two years. Yeah, no. You know, he's going to have to ride this out for a while longer. Well, and taking 9mm handguns away, that's a guarantee that he's not going to get reelected. It's yeah. a guarantee. He right. could be invested in the 8mm firearm market. He might be. <laughs> 7.5? Yeah. Maybe something like that. I don't know. It's just, uh, he's insane. He really has lost it. And uh, the people out in Uvalde, God bless them, but they had to put with put up with him all day on, on Sunday. And uh, and now he's back in D.C. and he wants the nine millimeter handguns to be taken away. Yahoo! All right, quick break. Uh, traffic and AccuWeather is coming up together. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. We did it because it was what responsible leadership required us to do. And now, as we see gun violence continue to rise, it is our duty to keep taking action.
Justin Trudeau, and he's taking he's taking handguns and ARs away from people up in uh, up in Canada. Joe made his move as well. I'm not going to ask you what you make, what the company is paying you. It's is a ridiculously high amount of money. Okay, is it north or south of twenty three and a half billion with a B? Uh, just a hair below. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, uh, Fortune has put out their ten highest paid CEOs, Fortune five hundred, yeah. and uh, Elon Musk. Uh, they brought in twenty three and a half billion dollars in personal income. Well, there you go. Twenty three and a half billion. Yeah. What do you do with that? I don't know. I hope the I hope the kid can survive on that kind of. Do you know his house is fifty thousand dollar house? Yeah, he did. You know, he lives. Almost like a pauper. He does. You know, he doesn't have maids or you know no. service people. Or He's not. got one of those small houses. Yes. You know. Right. Uh, he could buy any house on planet Earth that sure. he wants to have. Yeah. Um, he's got a jet, but those guys that live at that level, they have to have that because yeah. they can't. There's no way he could get to the airport and stand there in line and all of no. that. Forget about that. There's no way he could do that. No, plus, he's got business interests all over the. You no, know, I never begrudge those guys. Uh-huh. Who, nope. You know the, the Elon Musk nope. of the world, or even Bill Gates for crying out loud. Nope. Get in business interests all over the planet. You bet. Got to go. Yeah. Got to get me there. You know. Uh, that'd be well, if if I ever had that kind of money. Uh, that'd be the first thing I bought. Yeah. I, I would buy a, a jet. Uh, so anyway, yeah, no, twenty-three and a half billion is what he uh, pulled in last year. And like I say, he lives in a very modest, you know, house. Right. Um, he doesn't have all these servants and all that stuff. He's kind of like uh, Kid Rock. Kid Rock had a big, huge mansion for a while because he was living the rock star life. Yeah. So what am I doing? It's just me. So he sold it. And he bought a double wide, moved out in the middle of his hunting property, and he lives in a <laughs> double wide trailer, mobile home. Happiest guy in town. He probably. really is, yeah. So uh, Apple CEO Tim Cook was in second place, but not even close, $770 million, as opposed to $23.5 billion. <laughs> Got some work to do, apparently. Yeah, you got some catch-up to do, Tim. Roll your sleeves up and get to it, pal. But check it out. Uh, they gave him $81 million in stock, 630000 for personal security. Wow. I wonder if, the, <laughs> wonder if those guys got cannons. Uh, six hundred thirty thousand for personal security. That's crazy. They probably have cannons. Yeah, maybe. And then seven hundred twelve thousand for private jet use. So that's a seven forty seven. So I guess. You, you would have a jet. You could have a jet and a cannon trade. That's right. Well, yeah. hey Joe, I'll give up my cannon when you give up yours. Okay, all right. baby. All right. You know all those guys that were all that screwed up travel around South Texas on Sunday with all those big black cars and everything else. When you're willing to give them all up. Then I'll give my nine millimeter up, okay? But not until then, Joe. Because here's the deal: Joe Biden's life, although he's the president and I respect that, is no more important than anybody else's life when it comes down to it. So we treat it like that, and we give him all kinds. And I'm glad that we do, and he deserves that as president of the United States, and he should have that. But his actual life is no more important than anybody else's on this planet, and, and I do include people that are slinging hash. So you know what, Joe? Beautiful thought, but no, you may you're not going to get our our nine millimeter handguns. Uh, speaking of jets, how was the movie on on Sunday? It was great. Yeah, saw that yesterday. Right, the new Top Gun film. Okay, yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, it's exciting. You know, had a decent story this time around. Right, um, some great uh, some great uh, you know footage of uh, fighter jets. You know, some great sequences there. I enjoyed that a lot. And, and Cruz has aged well, hasn't he? Yeah, he looks great. Yeah. You know, is he sixty? Yeah. He's got he's got a few lines on the face, yeah, and under the neck, right. But he really has aged well, you know. And and all of us that go through our fifties put on, you know, one or two, 
No, not him. He, no. No, he was still out there doing the shirtless uh, beach scenes and everything. Looks like so, he took some off, actually. Yeah, slimmed down. So I hate guys maybe like he's that. Doing, yeah, I know. And that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. You know, when he came up on screen looking all Tom Cruise-like. Yeah. I mean, I hate Tom Cruise. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I hate you, man. I hate you. Yeah, what's up with that? And he he drives ca- really fast cars. He flies airplanes and helicopters all himself. Yeah. And now the newest thing he's doing is posting videos of himself playing his guitar online. I mean, what do what don't you do, Tom? Yeah. What don't you do? Right. I guess you're just trying to cover all of his bases. I know when he did uh, what what was the race movie he did, Chris? The racing movie stuff. Oh, Days, Days of Thunder. Of Thunder. When he did Days of Thunder. He did all the driving. They you know they had stunt drivers and all that kind of stuff right but it was actually him driving the race car and he went out there and he got to know those guys and he started driving the race cars fell in love with it and he's they all said no he, he took right to it man and went and did extremely well i mean you know so anyway yeah. it's a good movie i enjoyed it i really did i you know like i like i said before and i and i posted on facebook i didn't care for the original right top gun film right um I, just I, too cheesy, right? It was just dumb, yeah. You know, and so I really went into this Take one. Take my breath away, yeah, yeah. You know, and I went into this one thinking, well, it's just going to be more of the same, right? You know, a bunch of guys saying, you know, bumper sticker slogans right. back and forth to each other while they talk drink, to me, goose. Yeah, drink beer and fly airplanes. Did he say that in this movie? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I, you know, kind of would have ruined the mood. Yeah, actually, maybe, actually had he said but, that. Talk uh, to me, goose. Uh, talk to me, goose. Right, yeah. but uh, no, nah, it was very well done. And Kilmer. Val Kilmer was in the the movie. How'd he do? They took the really good care of him. Good. Uh, they, you know that you, if you didn't know he was not feeling well, you you wouldn't have been able to tell. Right. Um, but they took. It was a real quick scene, maybe ninety seconds, couple of minutes with him in there. But right. they, they took good care of him. But they made him look. They really made him look good. good. And because uh, sometimes him. that doesn't work out. Yeah. That way. They they he looked very dignified yeah. in his scenes. So I was glad that they included him. He good. Looked, he looked good. They needed to include him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, this will find you, this will be interesting to you, the World Economic Forum. They've been at Davos. These are the guys that get together, like uh, John Kerry and all those guys, the whole right. Great Reset. Yeah. And they are deciding how we're going to live our lives. These are the guys, the power brokers, the guys with all the money. They've been meeting for a week. They've been meeting for a week. And now they have decided, and, and this is where your Bill Gates, being the largest farm owner in America, comes in. They have decided you need to restructure your diet because your diet is killing the planet. Mm-hmm. That's what they've decided. Right. So the World Economic Forum says the food system is responsible for a third of overall global CO2 emissions, and there's no time like the present to change your personal diet. So what is the World Economic Forum saying you must begin eating? Number one, uh, n- number one is get rid of all the animals that you eat. So. There, there, you, you're already there. You're way ahead of us. Mm-hmm. But number two. Yeah, but I wouldn't want you to do that. Well, not, they do. Not unless you really want but to. But they do. Yeah. That, they want me to. Uh, number two is algae. They want you to start eating algae. They say algae can go in several different forms. It can even taste like meat. Well, everything can taste like meat. Everything right. tastes like chicken. Sure. So they, number one is algae. Number two is cacti. They want you to eat a whole lot of cacti. Mm-hmm. I've never really understood that because doesn't it hurt? You'd think. Yeah. You know. I like to bite into cacti. And, oh, oh, ah, yeah, ah, oh, ah. I fell into a cactus when I was a kid. It was no fun. And uncommon grains. Right now, rice, wheat, and maize make up more than 50% of global cereal consumption. However, they want you to get rid of all that and eat amaranth, 
Fonio, and Buckwheat. Who the hell are these people? <coughs> and it's no wonder yeah. that uh, that Bill Gates got in the farming business because this is the stuff that he's carrying. Start calling him Buckwheat Bill. But his Soylent Green is made out of people. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. right. That's next. Yeah. So we'll, start eating each other. We'll break for the bottom of the hour, and I'm going to have me some Fonio. I'll be right back and some al- <laughs> with a side of algae. Oh, delicious! An algae taco, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> We should force ourselves to read the names of those children, know their names, know something about their lives, feel the pain of their parents and grandparents as best we can. So finally, maybe this country will get angry and tired and be resolved enough to stop the killing of school children. That's right. But the way the Democrats want to do it, Trey Gowdy, is they want to take guns away from you and me, law-abiding citizens, who had absolutely nothing to do with that. No, harden the schools. Do what Lee County, Florida, Lee County Sheriff Carmine Marceno says, if you come to one of our schools and you're seeking to do harm to one of our children, we will kill you. Unambiguous. No doubt. No questions. Not going to talk to you. Not gonna buy you a hamburger and let's have a conversation. If you come to one of our schools and you're seeking to do harm to our children, we are going to kill you. Boom. That's it. That should be the word, that should be the attitude, that should be the way we're gonna handle it. All right, so no, no, my my friend Don Morgan shared a nice little I'm about two days behind him on the cold front. And uh I don't feel actually bad, but I am gonna leave Whenever Sean gets here, because I know this is not nice to listen to. It's it's right here in my throat now. Yeah. So as soon as that's done, I'll, I'll come back. But uh, And you're still blaming me for all of this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I think actually it goes back to Rima, because he came in a couple of weeks ago and was real congested in here. Right. And then I think he gave it to you. Yeah. Just and then kinda... you came and sat in my lap in that meeting last Tuesday. And well, boom. You know, they need to provide more chairs. And then the next thing you know, you were sick. Yeah. And, uh, boy, Friday, you were on the ground in there. Yeah. You couldn't even get up, man. <laughs> And he's married to a nurse practitioner. I mean, you know, come on. He can get anything he wants. She did give him a shot in the butt over the weekend, try to fix him up real fast. Yeah. Did it help? It did. Good. Yeah. I'm going to go see your wife when I get out of here. <laughs> you don't mind, do you? Not at I mean, all. I know you're going to be here, but you don't yeah. mind me running by the house, do you? If she's there, sure. Okay, good. Yeah. Actually, yes, yeah, she is there. I've had that, you know, because I took a car. Perfect. Oh, yeah, she's not going anywhere. <laughs> Georgia, I need a poke. Uh, actually, actually, I feel all right. It's just that yeah. the, this is not nice to listen to. Right. So I'm going to go ahead and split as soon as Ryan gets here. Yes, and I'm sure is. he's heard me say this, so he's dragging his feet getting here. Yeah, taking his time. <laughs> uh, he'll get here about 9. He hears the two of us. Like, Man, they sound sick. I don't know yeah. if I want to go in well, there. Well, and that's the thing. We're past the whole contagious thing. That was last week. Right. So now that it's not contagious, it's not COVID, it's not it's just, you know, it's just a crud. It's just one of those things. It's the crud. Yeah. I hate getting a crud. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Because I love being here. I loved, I, I was thinking about that yesterday, uh, Don. I was sitting down. I was in my office at home, and I was prepping the show, pulling off all these stories, you know, and I'm printing them out, and I'm marking them up, and I thought, I really love what I do. Here I am on Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is out partying and having a good time, which they should be. I couldn't do that over the weekend. But... um 
And I sure did miss out. I was supposed to go to a friend's house on Sunday. Watch the races? Yeah, yeah, that kind of, that sucked. Did you watch any of them at all? Oh, I watched them, Was yeah. it on TV? Well. What you could. What I could yeah. when, when when Joe Biden's face wasn't on there. And I got no problem with Joe going to Uvalde and all that kind of stuff. But the TV turned it into a Joe Love Fest. And that yeah. just made me, uh, you know, I was like, come on, if you're going to do this, just put the race on. Yeah. We, we've never seen a president with so much compassion and such a big heart. He's the most amazingly compassionate president that this country has ever seen. I mean, Don, did you know he came all the way from Washington, D.C. to Uvalde, Texas, to give love and comfort to the people in Uvalde, Texas? Did you know that? I mean, a president's never traveled that far to offer that kind of attention and love and solace to the people of uh, of, of Uvalde. It's just you, you remember after Columbine, Bill Clinton said, well, isn't that just too freaking bad? Yeah, that's right. That's you exactly know? what he said. And, and after 9-11, George that's W. Bush said, oh, well, so. Not my problem. So what? Well, yeah. I don't care. You know? and, and when they were bringing bodies back from foreign wars, none of the presidents that ever no, went down to Dover. Not at all. Well, they wouldn't go down there and meet no. the caskets or anything like that over all. Delaware and say, hey, you know, we're here for the families. That would never happen. Right. So he's the only one that's ever really stepped out there and shown as much compassion. I mean, it's just, and, and I really want to throw up, you know, and, 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 I, and I want to respect the kids. And what happened, obviously, is just awful. But it turned into a Joe love fest, and that's not what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be about the kids. Mm-hmm. Right. And they took it right off of the kids and put it on Joe. I thought, oh, you people. You, you, you know you know what's coming, and, and they know what's coming. They're trying to build him up. Well, you know, and that's kind of what happens when you don't prepare, prepare enough talking points before the, before the broadcast. Well, that's just, true. You just grab it whatever's there. That's true. You know, whatever whatever kind of looks like it could be well, obvious, and let's be, you just go with that. Let's be, uh, let's be straight, too. For some folks, if it's not on the teleprompter, you can't do it. Yeah. That's, 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 that's part true. of it as well. That's true as well. So you just say, he's great. He's left. Uh, a North Carolina teacher using LGBTQ-themed flashcards, including one depicting a pregnant man, because there is no such thing, to teach preschoolers colors. So this is yellow, this is red, this is pink, this is green. The teacher doled out the laminated flashcards, not identified by district officials. The flashcards used in the preschool, preschool, kindergarten, classroom, intended to be a way to teach diverse Races, ages, sexualities, genders, and abilities to young minds. Quit grooming our children. If you are in a school and you're either a teacher, administrator, or whatever, and particularly a kindergarten, and you're doing that to kindergartens, you are a perverted groomer. Stop it. Leave the children alone. I don't care how you play dress up on your own time. I really don't. Don't talk to the kids about it, and don't try to groom them as future possibilities for your perverted little world. Leave the children alone. They aren't yours. They belong to the parents and God. Leave the children alone. Stop it. Happens all the time. We've got all these stories all the time. All right. It's uh, 644 at KTSA. KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. You're a sight for sore eyes. (laughs) That's what my wife says. Does she really? Sometimes. Well, I guess because you took her to the hospital yesterday. Yeah, Yeah. her back's a little messed up. Yeah, you uh, told me about that. She fell off her office chair, and so she's... They they did a, a CT scan, and nothing looks... 
broken, but she may have to go in for an MRI because uh. she's, she can't, she can barely walk. Yeah. But you, you sound like, <laughs> why didn't you call me? I would have come in. Because I got I hate doing that at the last minute. You That's know, no problem. I, I hate that. So, I was only sleeping. But I, <laughs> but I don't feel bad. That's the thing. Right. This was frustrating. It all settled right here in the throat. Oh, right? man. And I, it's not COVID, and it's not, you know, I'm not contagious. Right. Uh, Don gave me a lap dance during the meeting the other day when we had well, the bosses you know. in town. Hey, easiest 20 bucks ever for <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, and I gave him a full refund. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, and what he had last week, I'm about two days behind him. Right. I'm about two days behind him. Yeah, yeah just spreading it around. We're spread, no, we're just right. spreading don't, it around. Don't you say, don't be a jerk, spread the love? <laughs> Is that what you say? <laughs> yes. So that's yeah. what we're doing. But yeah. not anymore. I mean, we're not contagious anymore. It's right. just that we sound like we're awful. He was on the floor in there on Friday. Did you know that? On the floor? He, he laid down for the I was floor. feeling so bad. I just sat on the floor. Chris Chris comes in and goes, are you hiding? <laughs> which which he sometimes does. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. But uh, no, he sat on the floor in there. I, I the yeah, that's where he was. This, when I got here this morning, that's where I found Trey. On yeah. the floor. Yeah, well, he was begging know, me to put, up. He's like, just put a pillow over a- my head. Actually, you know what I did? I finished all the prep work early, and I went out and laid on the couch out there. Is that right? And I didn't want to lay too long because the last time a guy did that, boss fired him. So Right. But he was drunk. <laughs> yeah. He was drunk. Oh, that's oh. where you were. So, yeah, I was laying okay. on the couch out there, yeah. man. I, I, no, I had to lay down for a little bit. Well, next time, it. just call me. Uh, call me, and I'll come in. All right. I will. You know. Well, I won't be here for the rest of the show. Not that I don't feel good, right? But it's just that this is not pleasant to listen to on the radio. This is not. Oh, I don't know. I think it's kind of sexy. Well, right? you know what? <laughs> I've been I'm, getting I'm, emails I'm, all morning about yeah. that. Hey, I'm, I'm about to give you a lap dance for free, right? Yeah, yeah. that's what. I, I, I got three emails from women this morning and said, "Wow, hey, digging the voice. Why are you going to leave? <laughs> can, can you can you do the night show tonight? Right. <laughs> like, okay." <laughs> Move the speaker closer to the radio. Yep. No, <laughs> no. I saw that movie. <laughs> oh, let me tell you. I read the book, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, I've been taking my blue chew. Oh, God. <laughs> he blows bubbles with it, actually. I do. <laughs> actually, I do. I do. It's bubble gum, isn't it? Yeah, he blows bubbles off. That right. is what it is. Right? Yeah, it's the nice little bubble gum. So that's what I do. I walk around. And yeah. I do, that, mommy, that guy is uh, chewing blue bubble gum. What's up with him? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, he going went home. From, he went from Bazooka Joe to Blue Chew. <laughs> well, don't we all? Yeah, you know. Just not, I'm just going to leave that right there. <laughs> For now. For now. Actually, For now. actually, not a problem I've ever had, but, you know, I always right. like to be prepared. Things happen. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or things don't. You, you never know. That's things right. don't. Hey, it is a stressful time. Yeah, that's Joe true. Biden wants to take your 9 millimeter. Oh, right? I know. I know. So he's gone from I, ARs to 9 millimeters now. I very purposefully did not watch any news this weekend. I just took a break, man, well, after last week. So my, my phone blew up. Sunday, I was supposed to go to John's house, hang out, do the races. Big big race day. Right. You know. So I was supposed to do all that. Well, with this, I said, no, I'm going to stay home, right? And I stayed away from Nancy. I was upstairs, away from her all week. Right. So uh, anyway, I'm, I'm sitting upstairs, and my phone starts blowing up because... The local TV stations preempted the racing, which is the biggest race right, day of the year, right. preempted the racing for Joe and Uvalde, which which they also followed up with. If you complain about this, you'll you'll be seen as, you know, unsens- insensitive, right. you know, walking on the graves right. of the kids. What Racing is more important than the kids. 
But as I watched the coverage, it wasn't about the kids. The coverage was about Joe. Yeah. They kissed yeah. his butt all day. What, what a he's president. The, he's the most compassionate president ever, we've when never, he can remember We've never seen is. this. This is something we've never seen before. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah. when, when was the last time a president has flown halfway across the country uh, to, to show his love and right. compassion for the people? I, I just couldn't face it, to be honest I'm with glad you. you didn't. I just couldn't face it. I went swimming. That's what okay? I heard. I didn't, uh, I didn't watch the president. Well, how bad, Yeah. You know, it was great. Yeah. I felt really creaky yesterday. That can happen. Because I really, I love to swim, so I really just tried to Come swim a couple time. of laps. Where did you go? We have a pool in our in our, in our our hood. Oh, there you we go. We have the hood pool. Right. So we went there. You can and, come uh, over anytime you want to. Man. Oh, I know. I, yeah. You know, uh, this was just we didn't hadn't planned on it. It was just so hot. We're like, well, let's let's go to the pool. We're just we're just so glad you're getting better. Yeah, I and mean, that you're doing things like that. Again, well, I know? let my Frankenstein belly hang out too. Okay. I took my shirt off, so you know everybody. Can right. say, well, matter. why not? You know, see your new belly I, button. See my new belly button. It doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> it's good too. That's good. Wonderful. It, it actually, he was walking up to total strangers sitting there in the lawn chair. <laughs> hey, check out my new belly button. I got a new. I got a new navel. Look. Look at it. Look at it. Well, it's, it's way up here. And your and, and cut. <laughs> it's way up here under my under my chin. <laughs> Bye, guys. I'll see you in the morning. All right. Man.